This week on Axes, Armor, and Amulets podcast, the Seven have been slain and the party stands suspicious of Pansy. The trouble is at the gates. Join us this week to see what happens on Episode 6, Mighty Morphin Orkin Time. And it's because of your mullet that makes you mighty and powerful there, Shake? Oh, yeah, for sure, because you're not even going to expect anything. It's like an amulet. <laughs> it's an amulet of Kung Fu. Totally not. Yeah, we, 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 we all know he's got a third arm, so he's <laughs> dangerous. Well, I was recording that mullet piece, but uh, definitely not putting that part in. I like to I like to start recording when you guys are doing your banter because it's funny and I want it mm-hmm. and I want it to like I want our audience to hear like the build up to the podcast. And sometimes you guys say something and I'm like, Well, stop recording, start recording again. <laughs> Sorry. It happens. Where we left off last week, as you guys know, you had just defeated Snake Seven, yeah, Zoltan literally dies right in front of you as Torum and Kellen come running out of the trade post. What do you guys do? Uh, Pansy's gonna make sure that Torum and Kellen are okay. Uh, probably gonna take a few minutes to um, go back through the uh, tavern and come out the front door. I'm gonna start checking the bodies of the people we just killed. We have our first loot of the campaign. Episode 6, mm-hmm. first loot. Oh, sweet. Here is what you guys find if you loot the seven bodies. Each one of the Snake Seven are carrying 20 gold pieces. So that's 140 gold pieces between the seven. Zoltan carries a potion of healing. Each of them had a scimitar. Three of them had short bows, and Zoltan also had a dagger. Is it a special dagger? Nope. Just a regular old dagger. Uh, Zoltan also wears a gold ring worth 25 gold pieces, and it is emblazoned with a black wing serpent. He also has five gemstones, each valued at 100 gold pieces. Whew. Kathy's gonna say that we should, we should uh, hang on to that um, amulet thing with the the rings on it. The, the ring. The ring. Thank you. Wow. Um, <laughs> I apologize for my voice and for my mental state right now, um, because we could use it for deception later on, knowing that these people are not our friend. Mm-hmm. Just gonna look at Pansy, but not say anything. Uh, yeah, I think. We're all doing that one. Torum has some explaining to do, I think. Uh, Kellen runs over to Alara, who is obviously dead. And Torum walks up to Pansy, and he, like, he doesn't push her, but it's more of, like, have you ever had to get someone's attention, whether they've been inebriated or whatever, and you give them a little push on the shoulder? You know, not hard enough for them to fall over, but just, like, you know, get their attention. Mm-hmm. 
he walks up to her and does that and then says, why'd they know your name? I was supposed to meet with her. She was supposed to be a kind person that could help change everything and make things better. An ally. Obviously, I was misled. You telling me that you worked for the Zentarum? The ones that killed two, two, of, two of my brothers and sisters in arms? They're not supposed to be killers. I was told that they're supposed to be good and do good things and help. Pansy's just kind of kind of look at her feet, looking a, a tad defeated and confused. Yeah, that's not what I've heard. My father told me that in order to help people and to bring peace to the land, that I would work with them. I've been told stories my whole life about how they, they help raise towns to cities and they keep peace and, and they help the, the small and the weak stay safe. Like Kellum looks at you as he's down on his hands and knees next to Alara and he's just like, does this look like peace to you? She was a prisoner. They, they slit her throat. Tried to stop her. Alti is going to take Pansy's hand and try to lead her away, saying, I think we all need to cool down. We all get misled sometimes. He's going to try to lead her away from this situation. Pansy's going to go with her little friend. Not far. No, but just far enough that he can mourn mm-hmm. and that he doesn't need yeah. this right now. He needs to mourn. And it's not your fault, but... You know, Kathy's explaining to her, you know, I, we know it's not necessarily your fault, but he needs time. Just let's go over here. Uh, as those two walk away, Torum looks to the rest of you. Can you all help me throw these snakes into the moat? They're not going to get. Pleasure. They're not going to get no proper burial around here. Fine with me. And uh, Og, Og would definitely help. Rhea, you on board on that too? Uh, yes, Rhea will help. <laughs> Uh, put the bodies in the moat, but we'll also keep an eye on the sur- on her surroundings. Kellen uh, takes Sidiri and Alara, takes their body over towards the south side by where the keep is. Torm, after after the bodies are thrown into the moat, you guys come back into Nightstone, and he heads up to the, the gatehouse and raises the drawbridge. While that's happening, Pansy, Kelty, you guys, you guys having a moment? You guys talking? Kelty's gonna say, uh, trying to kind of take. Pansy's mind maybe off of it. Uh, he's gonna say, "Did you hear what the, the who they said they killed? A harper? Have you heard that term before? I haven't really been on my own very long." I I've heard it in passing, but I'm not sure what or who it is. Hmm. Maybe in our travels we can bring the uh, ring with us, and somebody else can, you know, who knows more than us can uh, figure it out. I just don't know much yet. Still learning. Ah, evidently, I am too. Kelsey's going to take her pat, put one of his little goblet hands and pat her calf because that's about all he can re- reach and stay. <laughs> it's okay. I, like, you fought with us against them. Clearly, you know, you're not our enemy. We know that. We, you, we can't control the lies we're told to us. I, we can I just control what we do. I, I went right up to their face. I tried to stop them. I tried to lead them away from the other guards. I I tried my hardest. And we know that. But he lost a friend, and he lost more than that, his town. Just give him time. Just give 
them all tie. We have, have to. Us. I agree. We will. We will help. This town is still might still be in danger. They're out there. We have to go get them. Yes. Then let's do that. Let's get the let's get the rest of us together and figure out a plan. Thank you, Cal T. You're a good friend. He's gonna smile and play with his earring and uh, like nod a little bit and prepare. To... As uh, as you guys are finishing up your conversation, you kind of see everyone else gathering into the into the square where all the action was. You know, the bodies have been of the Snake Seven has been disposed of, and the two now dead guards have been moved to what can only be assumed as a cemetery. Torum and and Kellen, both who have now, you know, unfortunately resupplied with their arrows from their dead compatriot, look at the rest of you and say, well, uh, is the plan for us to still man the the gatehouse while you guys move north? Between the two of us, as long as you are back by nightfall, we, we should be able to maintain the security of this village as long as no one else accosts us. Do you need to catch your breath after that last fight? Metagaming? Take a short rest? (laughs) (laughs) I think a short respite to catch our breath. I definitely think we should. Where are you guys going to have this short rest? Freya is going to head towards one of the taverns. Uh, You're going to head towards the tavern? Yeah. The one we just came out of. Yeah, I think that's probably Uh. a good idea. There are dead goblins in the bed upstairs. We should take care of them, too. I don't know. There's a lot of dead goblins around here. While you guys head towards the tavern, Kellen and Torm, they look at you guys as you're walking off. They say, or Torm says, I'm going to man the the gatehouse, and Torm's going to take watch on one of the other towers just to see if maybe we could see something or, you know, in case anything else awaits us this day. As Kellen's walking away, you just hear a mumble. All right, you guys get to the tavern. And obviously it's been, you know, partially looted. It looks like people were leaving in a hurry, but uh, just kind of kick back, relax, have a beer or two, I suppose, if you feel like stealing. Yeah. Or maybe you feel that's what the city owes you after what you've done for it. Uh, I'm I would, not sure it's stealing. I would see if there's any perishable, like, fruit or bread out on, like, the table or the counter. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean you even you even see in some tables like half eaten meals. Oh I'm I'm eating me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. I mean it's not, just gonna go to not, waste. Exactly. Okay. Maybe put an apple in my pocket for later. So you know. uh this is actually pretty important for the story wise, for your guys' short rest. Make sure you do your you roll your hit die for your recovery of your hit points. Calty, if you're going to do your song of rest, let everyone know so that they know what they get to roll additional. And uh, um, I am definitely doing that. Okay. Give me a second to pull it up. So we're gonna we're gonna let you guys. We're gonna take a short break while all of our players roll their hit dies and uh, do their short rest. We'll be right back with you. And we're back. Okay. So we just took our short rest. Everyone rolled their hit points and hit die. So uh, for the way short rest worked for everyone, and the reason we did this off off air is uh, it was our first short rest in this campaign. We wanted to make sure we knew, um, you know, with the Bard, the Song of Rest, how all that worked. You know, we didn't want to spend about 10 minutes talking about it on air with you guys. So the long of the short is everyone rolled their hit die that they get per their class and for each level. 
along with um, Kalti's Song of Rest as a Bard. And everyone, for the most part, is feeling pretty good, except for Pansy, who got walloped last combat and is sitting at about half right now, Pansy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess we will see if that becomes a problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As you guys, uh, you know, short rests take about eh, 45 minutes to an hour. As you guys finish... Uh, you know, scavenging whatever you can for the tavern and all that jazz, you hear the ringing of an alarm bell. Gatehouse or where Callum went? It is from it is from outside the tavern, but it doesn't sound like it's coming from the gatehouse. It sounds like it's coming from the tower to the northeast. Where Callum went, right? Where Callum, Callum went, yep. Callum. Well then, let's go. Yeah, let's go help him. Og's gonna head to bash. Okay, you guys go running up the running up the tower up to the top of the wall. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Og's gonna go up that way because he's got a long bow. So if there's anything, he can. Yep. Try to kill it. Okay. As you guys make your way to the top of the wall, you guys see Torum now arriving at Kellen, or uh, at Kalen here on the top of the, the tower, and you see both of them sheathing their swords and shields and drawing their short bows. I need you guys to make me a perception check. I've got a 10. Dirty 20. Uh, 19. Pansy got a 10. 16. For all of those who rolled less than a 15, you guys see 22 figures that uh, have a little bit of a green-gray hue to them coming from the north. For those who rolled above a 15, you see 22 orcs who are in various degrees of injury. Some of them look totally fine. Others are obviously sporting wounds of their own. However, the thing that catches your eye the most is two orcs who look slightly bigger than the rest. One of which is decked out in some sort of heavy armor. The other one, while wearing heavy armor, also is supporting a shield and a very ornate-looking weapon in his hand, and they are approaching Nightstone very quickly. Do they look aggressive? They do look aggressive. Does Emma notice anything that might connect to her past? Um, I mean, obviously these are orcs, so that yeah, might be a thing. Yeah, I mean, thing. other than that? Other than that, you are, you are far enough south compared to where you were found by your claimed father that it would be highly unlikely for this to be okay. connected to your past. However, you do know that there are bands of orc tribes in this area. In fact, I need everyone who is proficient in history to roll me a history check. Ooh, I know that was one of the things Emma's proficient in. Um, but not- she can't remember any history lessons. <laughs> 
Natural 20, so a 22. Okay. Emma, unfortunately, like, you know that there are orc tribes in this area, but you don't. You don't know, and you can't remember anything specific. Maybe it's just because of the magnitude of the situation you feel yourself in right now that you just can't remember. Uh, Rhea, however, maybe it was your time with the Order of the Gauntlet that just instilled the, the concern of orc tribes in this area. But not only do you know the prominent tribe in this area, which are called the Ear Seekers. The Ear Seekers. The Ear Seekers have gotten their name because they have decided that they wished to wage war against the Wood Elves of the Ardeek Forest, and they cut off the ears of elves and wear them as a necklace, as like their their right right of passage, if you will. And with their various injuries, it kind of looks like this was a band of orc marauders trying to attack some elves and didn't achieve their goal from what it looks like. Do we have time to set up barricades and maybe even like secure this area? You Please do not secure ourselves in the tower. You do not have time to barricade anything because that would require you to like run down the wall and, and you know, but you you could position yourselves on the wall or in this tower, and you would have time to do that before it's time to roll for initiative. We should do that and also like set it up so that they can only attack us one at a time, or maybe even two, depending on how wide the like doorway is. But if we could, like, there's a lot of them. We should do something like that. We can pick some off before they even make it to the tower. I mean, yes, pick them off, but if we can block them from getting to us up here, that will give us more time to pick them off. Is there a, is there a gate we can close? The gate, the gate has already been closed to Nightstone. Ah. If, okay. if they're coming up this wall, which they're running at this wall like they're going to, it they're either going to go swim through the moat and try and find a way up, or they're going to try and scale this wall. That's what it looks like. Well, let's get ourselves in position to shoot some... Works. Yep. Yep. And Emma is going to grab one of those short bows we just got. Pansy's going to draw her longbow. How many short bows do we have? Seven. Uh, they found th- uh, three. They found three, and then there were the two from the other guards. So there's five total, and Emma just grabbed one. I do not have efficiency with short bows. I have it with crossbows. Dang it. Wait, hang on. That would probably be a good thing. Wait, is a short bow a simple weapon or a martial weapon? Uh, oh, that is a question I don't know off the top of my head. Oh, I do it with simple weapons. Uh, I think it, I want to say it's a simple weapon. I don't remember, though. It doesn't say it's martial in the description. <laughs> uh, hold, please. Hold, please. Uh, sh- A long bow is martial. It is a simple ranged weapon. Yes. I'm taking one of them short bows, too. Okay. So that counts under simple weapon proficiency. If if you equip it and you get your proficiency bonus added to it, then yes, it does. Okay. Uh, in that case, now that we figured out what everyone's doing as far as weapon-wise, I need everyone to roll me initiative. Pansy got a 14. Or Pansy got a 14. <laughs> uh, Raya got an 18. Uh, Alti got an 11. 
I've got a natural one for a three. Okay. And I got a 15. Hey, get that one out of the way now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Are there any doors I can throw? <laughs> <laughs> Who had the 14? Was that Pansy? Uh, yes, Pansy got a 14. Pansy, what's your modifier? Plus three. Okay, so you go before Grumch. Uh, Calty, what did you get? An 11. Uh, Og, what was your total? Four? Three? Three. Uh, Og got a three, uh, but it was a natural one plus yeah. two. So he's trying to figure his bow out, I guess. <laughs> it de-strung itself. <laughs> I mean, he's holding it backwards, trying to figure out the string. With his big bugbear arms. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised you can work a bow. All yeah, right. We're still learning. So the Orc War Chief is going to let out a roar as he yells in Orcish. Does anyone speak Orc? Uh, yeah. Okay. I do yes. believe I do. If you speak Orc, you hear the War Chief cry to the walls. Find another way in! And you see some of the Orcs start to like run towards, you know, kind of run around the moat as 12 of them start making their way into the moat. Rhea, mm -hmm. you're up. How far away is the orc chief? Orc chief looks to be about, ooh, he's still on 60, 70 feet. Okay, so I cannot hit him. Uh, is there anyone within 60 feet of me? Yeah, uh, orcs 1 through 10. The ones who started wading into the moat? Yep. I would like Orc 1 to make a dexterity saving throw for Sacred Flame, please. Orc, make a dex save. Okay. Uh, ooh, I rolled a really good 13 on the die for a 14. That'll pass. Um, so nothing happens to that Orc. Yeah, as a bonus action, I would like to use a channel divinity for harness divine power, and that is my turn. Okay, next up is Emma. Just gonna fire the fire the short bow. Fire the short bow. I'm gonna go for the war chief. Thirteen. Thirteen misses. Yeah, figured. Okay, Emma, you got any bonus actions or anything for us? Nope. Okay. Pansy, you are up. I'm going to bonus action cast Hunter's Mark on Garash, I guess is the chief guy. Garash, the war chief, yep. And then I'm going to fire my longbow at him. Does a nine hit? Uh, nope, nine's not going to hit. And that's my turn. Oof, okay, all right. Next up is... Oh, it's Grummish. Grummish is going to cast a spell. You guys don't have to worry about that because that spell doesn't affect you, but it affects Orc 1, 2, and 3. Excellent. Okay, that's his turn. Uh, Orc 1 is going to dash, so he moves uh, double his move speed. Unfortunately, through the moat is half his move speed. So he moves 30 feet. And as a bonus action, they're going to move another half 
of their total speed to get across the moat. So that is going to be Orc 1 and 2 that make that action. So they are already halfway across the moat. Next up, Cal T. Okay, Cal T is going to fire his short bow. Who are you shooting at? Uh, orc 1, the one that's making his way closest. Should target the... Nah, he'll, he'll do this turn. He'll target that one. 14. A 14 will hit. Oh, heck yeah. Thank goodness. It can take 9 damage. I like getting max damage. I like nine that. 9 damage. That is really good. And, really good. and then, as a <laughs> bonus action, I'm going to go ahead... From my time watching our group, who, who is the better archer? Sorry, I don't mean to be mean like that. Uh, Rog, <laughs> Og, sorry, wow, man. Um, or, uh, Pansy. Uh, uh, I would probably be more skilled, even though I haven't hit often. <laughs> then I'm gonna Bardic Inspiration you, and I'll probably hit him next turn. So now you have 1d6 for ability checks, attack rolls, or saving throws for 10 minutes. You can use it once within 10 minutes, but I figure you're probably going to use it pretty soon. Thank you. Yep. And that's going to be my turn. Orc 3 moves their 30 feet forward, and you see them reach, reach back into what looks like some sort of quiver and throws a javelin. Unfortunately, with uh, their range increment, it's going to be a disadvantage. But, um, you know, it probably Og. I think Og is probably the biggest. No, who's bigger, Emma or Og? Or Ray? Um, Og is seven foot tall. So, probably <laughs> Og. Okay, so this is coming at you, Og. Do I get half cover for being up in the tower? Uh, you will get half cover, and they're throwing at disadvantage. And half cover is what, plus two? Plus two, yeah. Unfortunately, uh, for me, my first roll was a natural 20. My second roll was a two. Uh, so does a seven hit? I like <laughs> no, Okay. Get rid of that 20. Yep, okay, so that was orc three. Now it's Torum's turn. So Torum's going to take his short bow and take a shot. Uh, ooh, so their plus is uh, four, so 17. Yep, that's definitely going to hit one, who is closest. So he's going to, oh, and that is seven points of damage, which kills or one. Next up is orc four who is also going to move 30 feet and then chuck a javelin at uh, at Og again. Dang, that was a nat 20. I gotta roll it. Disadvantage, three on the dice. So an eight. Uh, Miss. Yeah, yeah, I figured as much. Next up is Kellen. Kellen's also gonna target orc two since they're the closest. Uh, 19 on the die. Kellen's pretty... Oh, for max damage. Eight points of damage. Orc 2. Thanks for joining us while DM Quentin plays with himself. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for... <laughs> oh, speaking of, it's Orc 5's turn. Uh, Orc 5 <laughs> is going to run forward. You know, he's going to dash and then bonus action move forward. So he's halfway across. 
Orc 6 is next, same thing. Orc 7 and 8 are both going to move their 30 feet, and both of them have javelins, so they're going to chuck javelins. Uh, one is going to chuck at Torum, and the other one is going to chuck at Kaelin, since they both hit something. Um, dang it. Disadvantage, so a 3 plus 5 is 8. That's a miss against Kellen. 13 and an 11. Oh, 16. So Kellen gets. Oh, plus the 2 from. Uh, plus the 2 from. If it meets it, it beats it. Still takes damage. Oh, man. That's uh, right. For minimum damage, though, he only takes 4 points of damage. Okay. Uh, that was Orc 8. Og, you're up. Alright, Og's gonna, um, take his longbow and shoot at Orc number 2. Okay. Nat 20. <gasps> oh, baby! Ooh, who were you shooting at? Uh, Orc number 2. Okay. Roll your damage. Now, do I get the surprise attack? Uh, uh, yeah, because it is your first round in combat, and that's how it works, to my understanding. Or it would it would be if I go before somebody else in combat. So you so, would have had to attack Orc Nine or Ten for that. Then. Gotcha. So do you want to you want to change your target? Uh, yeah, let's go for number ten. Okay. So that's gonna be one D eight. Plus max damage is 8, plus 2 is 10. And then plus 3d6 for my bugbear surprise attack, right? No, it would be the uh, 2d6 would be max because it's also double. Because it's a nat 20. So it'll be, it would be 1d8 plus 2d6 plus 22. Uh, let's see. Features and traits. Oh, it is 2d6. I'm thinking of sneak attack for rogue. My bad. Nice try. <laughs> but <laughs> it's said. it's also it's also so the way we do our, our nat 20s at least until you guys uh, start sending us some critical effect uh, submissions is they get the, the die of the weapon and any other bonuses in addition to the max that that ability can do. So if you have a longsword, let's say a flame tongue longsword, it would be 1d8 plus 1d6 plus your modifier of, say, 6. So it would be 1d8 plus 1d6 plus 6 plus 14 from the 1d8 and the 1d6 max. All right. So uh, he's dead. Am I am I doubling my uh, surprise attack damage? Yes, that's yeah. It's dice. Remember, when you crit, all dice are doubled. But because of the way we're gonna do, we're doing crits. It is okay. So, oh no, wait. I'm sorry. Twelve and eight is twenty. One twenty-two. I'm sitting here doing math in my head, and I'm like, you just told me what it was. Thirty-three points of damage. Ooh, very, very dead. That arrow hit so hard that it like 
it just goes right through him and he just falls into the moat face down and just there he is dead done does a little cheer does he go through him and hit somebody else no <laughs> nice try though and of course you picked the only other orc that had full hp so uh -huh. uh, quick question <clears throat> yes sir did we how am i if they have half cover how am i shooting at them i figured you would stand on a box okay i was figuring that too <laughs> which means can i use movement to hop lower when like hop off that box every after every time i shoot it, technically yes and gain full cover yes okay hooray <laughs> for being the little guy little guy for the win all right orc <laughs> nine orc nine does not have any javelins so he also uh double move he dashes and then bonus action moves back to the top of initiative is grumish or garage excuse me garage who is awfully pissed that his boys are taking as long as they are so he is also going to start crossing. Uh, he's going to dash and then bonus action get up 45 feet. Rhea, you're up next. I would like Grimish, sorry, the Orc Chief, to make a wisdom saving throw for Toll the Dead. A 10 on the dice plus 2 is 12. Meets it, it beats it. Uh, next up is Emma. Emma, what you got? Emma shooting the bow again. Um, this time she's going to shoot it at Orc 2. Orc 2 is still up, right? Yes. Alright, uh, we're going to look at the right one. They're still both kind of the same. Oh, 17. 17's going to hit? <laughs> For two points of damage. Two points of damage. Oh. Emma furrows her brows at her bow. <laughs> <laughs> Pansy, you're up. Uh, does my Bardic Inspiration add to my to hit? It can, yeah. But you don't have to roll it until you see your roll. So okay. you could roll, and if you roll, like, um, 11, and you're, like, not sure if it's going to hit, then you can add it. You can't know so, what happens until you roll it. Before you I, I am going to... I still have my Hunter's Mark on the Chief, and yep. I'm going to shoot him with my Longbow. Does a 17 hit? Yes. Oh, thank goodness gracious. <laughs> now I'm going to add it to the damage. Woohoo! Can you add Bardic Inspiration to damage? I'm looking at that right now. Okay. Well, I, I, say I, have a, I have a Hunter's Mark on him, so that's also a D6. But yeah, no, you cannot. Ability checks, attack rolls, or saving throws. Okay. So I still have it, uh, but I have my Hunter's Mark. Yep. So he takes 10 points of damage. Ooh, nice. That's a good shot. I finally hit something. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> Yay! I mean, ten points, ten points of damage in a regular attack. That's that's nothing to, you know, nothing to shake a fist at. Mm-hmm. Well, they might be shaking a fist at you. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, speaking of shaking their fist at things, uh, it's now Grumpsh's turn, and he's going to cast a spell at Pansy for attacking the. Uh, War Chief. Mm -hmm. I just need to. I don't remember if it's a DC save or if it's an attack action. It is make a ranged spell attack. Okay. Pansy, how many uh -huh. how many hit points are you sitting at? None of your business. It is my business. <laughs> 14. 
14. Okay. I could, if I hit, and I've rolled the dice, but I haven't looked at it yet. If I hit, I could take you out of this combat. He, he casts Guiding Bolt at you. He has a plus three to hit. I rolled on the die. Oh, a 12. Does a 15 hit you? Yes, it does. Now is... But remember, she's in half cover. I have, Oh, I have half cover. So what's your AC with half cover? I don't know. Uh, half cover is oh, plus oh, two. Oh, yeah. 16. 16. Oh, it, it misses. Ooh. 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 Saved by half cover. Uh, yeah, half cover. Grumpsh is going to then move uh, his... Is going to move forward 30 feet, well, half feet, 15, and then his uh, aggressive move uh, as a bonus action. So that's what he does. So he's now in the water. All the orcs are in the water, except for the four that peeled off towards the gatehouse and the four that peeled off to the east of the town to try and go find another way into the city. Which means they're going to come up behind us at some point in time. Maybe. And now it's Orc 1. Oh, wait. Orc 1 is dead. I gotta remove him from the mission. It's Orc 2. And, and Orc 9, too. Orc 9. Or, orc 10. Uh, no, wait. You took out 10. Yeah, is it 10? Removed that... 10. Yep. I already removed Okay, 10. cool. Okay. Orc 1 is dead. going. Oh, Orc 2. Excuse me. Yes, Orc 1 is dead. <laughs> I'm sorry. Trying to play my dead monsters. My bad. Uh, orc 1 becomes compost. Uh, okay. Next turn is uh, Orc 2. He is going to move. Still too far. Okay. He is going to take the dash action yet again and his bonus action to get up to the wall. And he is now starting to climb out of the moat. Uh, or three. Oh, wait. Nope. It's Kalti's turn. Kalti. It is Kalti's turn. And uh, Kalti is going to be that very close miss. And he's going to cast Vicious Mockery at uh, Garouche. He needs a wisdom save. A wisdom save, you say? Dude probably has a decent wisdom. He's a five. I, I realize that. I rolled. I five? rolled. I rolled a two. Five. Uh, yeah, that's not going to make it. So, uh, Cal is going to yell uh, sarcastically. Obviously, nice shot, you pig-nosed garbage monster. And he's going to go <laughs> around and give him a sheepish shrug. Shrug, and uh, I'm gonna roll my damage now. Yeah. And, Insults uh, are gonna, hard. And I'm gonna add uh, Fury of the Small, which gives me a plus two to attack. Okay. A uh, plus two to. Uh, yeah, you got it. Can um, Can you do that two. with spells too? I can. I just looked at it. Okay. And uh, yeah, one d four plus two. And he'll take five damage and has disadvantage on his next attack. And then Calvin's gonna hop off his box using whatever movement speed that requires. Yeah, I I figured I could could swing that. Alright, next up Sorry, is but, Oh you're good. Gotta roleplay a little bit. No, you're good, you're good. And just so our audience knows, um, I do not make Kyle actually say the insults for vicious mockery. He's just so damn excited to be playing a bard that he wrote up all of his own insults. 
and that one was on the spot, on the fly, if you couldn't tell. <laughs> it, yeah. it started strong, and then it, you know, it, it, it fizzled a little bit, but I still like the delivery. <laughs> I'm doing a little bow, but you guys can't see, because, you know, <laughs> Discord. Yeah, <laughs> podcast. <laughs> right. <clears throat> All right, uh, Orc 3, uh, we got one more javelin, okay. Orc 3 is going to move 30 feet closer again. And now he's within range to where he does... Oh, are they 30 feet for the javelins? Ah, suck. Yeah, he's still Okay. Um, well, he's going to throw it at... Throw it at Torum. Oh, well, uh, 24 is going to hit. Ooh. Oh, no. Stop for min damage. Oh, min damage. Wow. I'm just going to abbreviate everything today, apparently. <laughs> Did he roll his disadvantage? Yeah. Okay. Oof. Yeah, I rolled. The, I rolled another nat twenty and then an eighteen. Oof. Wow. Yeah. You're rolling rocks tonight. Uh, well, you know, if I actually didn't have disadvantage with literally nine monsters on the board right now. Um, <laughs> all right. I'm so not complaining. Next up is in fact Torum. So Torum's gonna roll. Wow, and natty nineteen. Okay. Well, for five points of damage at the A-hole cast spell. Okay. Then we got four, four who does not have any more javelins, so he's now also headed into the moat with his full dash action and then bonus action aggressive move. And then Helen. Uh, oh, I thought that was a natty 19, but it's a natty 18. Uh, oh, man. I am rolling rocks today. Ooh, max damage again. Orc 2 dies. Okay. Heck yeah. Man, these these guards are carrying you guys. Where's the adventurers? Like, I want to I wanna listen to the story of Torum and Kellen. Starts writing a side story. <laughs> Build the world around the story. All right. Uh, let's see. Orc 5 does not have javelins. Six does not have any more javelin. Seven does not have javelin. So they're all double moving. Um, five and six are now climbing, or going to be climbing out of the moat. Seven is halfway through the moat. Eight has one more javelin. He's going to throw that one at, uh, at Og again, because Og is still the biggest mother up there. A nat 20. Man, too bad it's a disadvantage. Uh, how's a 16 going to do? 16 going to get you, Og? Well, even with my half cover, uh, my AC is only 15 because I don't have a shield out. Oh, so, yeah, I finally damaged one of the adventurers. Ooh, five plus three. So for eight points of damage. Ooh. The, uh, the number game is starting to work in my favor a little bit here. Uh, of course, eight. Well, that was eight. Og, you're up. Okay, um, I'm gonna shoot back at number eight. Um, that just hit me with a javelin. Do it. Because, you know, if guy in particular. There's a 17 hit. 17's gonna hit. Finish him. 1d8 plus 2 for 5 points of damage. And then I'm gonna, uh, bonus action second win to give myself 1d10 plus 2 HP back. Okay. Ah, well, I get I get three hit points back, but <laughs> better than nothing. Orc nine, natural twenty, 
Natural one. Okay, so that disadvantage shot. We're going to say he accidentally hit, well, possibly hits Orc 8. So let's... Oh, look at that, a nat 20 for his attack on Orc 8. <laughs> uh, okay. How many nat 20s have you rolled tonight? That would be... That would be number six tonight. Hmm. You have to remember, though, however. So for each of your guys is one round. So one roll of the of the D20. I am rolling 20 D20s for just my 10 orcs. Like not even including the two bosses. So right. I'm rolling a lot more dice than you guys are. And then I've still got Torum and Kellen, too. So I'm rolling... Yeah. You know, like 24 D20 per round. So, but Orc 8 just, I guess, uh, in this case, 987. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do I need to hang up the mic at this point? Is that a good place to just be like, you know what, that that's all, folks? <laughs> and the rest was died. <laughs> yeah. uh. Okay, uh, anyways, it's now Garash's turn, who can't do anything, so he's going to dash and aggressive move as a bonus action. So he's now climbing out of the moat, too. Now it's Rhea's turn. Uh, between Garash and Grummet, which one looks uh, more injured? Garash looks more injured. Okay, so she's going to cast the Guiding Bolt at him. The 11. <laughs> the 11 will miss. Emma. Jen. Do answer. we have any orcs left in the moat? Yes. Would they be at a disadvantage for a dex check? Yes. Sweet. Um, which orcs are in the moat? And does one of them look more injured than the other? Six, seven, and nine are all in the moat. And they're, they're all looking a little rough. None of them had we'll been just... hit in this combat, but they're not looking super great. Let's go for six and have him make me a deck save for Sacred Flame. Uh, so, oh, a 10 and disadvantage would be a 12. Oh, so a 10 plus one, 11. Yeah, that fails. Or seven points of damage. Seven points of damage. Orc six dies. And Emma is dropping the short bow and getting her and shield out if she's allowed to do that. Uh, you can drop it as a free action in the next round. Unfortunately, we found out that a shield takes a full action to dock, or don or dock. Okay. So, full action, huh? That's a bummer. It really is, well, but I guess it makes sense. But it's probably <sighs> a good opportunity to do it now, because by next round, yeah, they're probably exactly. going to be climbing up. That's what she figures. So she'll at least drop the short bow and get out the flail. Pansy. Um, I still have Hunter's Mark on Garage, and I'm going to shoot at him again. Okay. 14. I would like to add my D6 to that. Okay. Uh, plus two, so 16. If it meets, it beats. Yay. Three... Plus D6 of Hunter's Mark is 16 points of damage. <laughs> Almost one point off of max damage. I literally just 
had my pen explode in my hand. <laughs> oh no! As I was writing uh, Garrosh's uh, hit points, the pen just exploded. Okay. Does that mean I killed Garrosh? You killed my pen, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Okay. The damage is real. The damage is real, apparently. Okay. Uh, Grumch. It's oh, that's me. Okay, Grumch's turn. Uh, he's going to. Oh, he's got disadvantage too. Um, I think you know what? We're going for it. I've been rolling at disadvantage all night. We're going for it. Pansy, guiding bolt. Here it comes. Uh, a natty nineteen. Now let's see what the disadvantage roll is. A three. Uh, so yeah, that's only going to be an eight, or I'm sorry, a yeah. six. Miss. All right, and then he's going to uh, you know, use his move action and his aggressive bonus action move and get uh, about another 20 feet up. Kalti? Yep, and uh, just so you know, I've written like six or seven insults now for uh, orcs specifically. So, <laughs> see some in this combat, but definitely down the line. <laughs> My note section is getting very full. I better start using uh, this vicious uh, mockery more. Okay, so I'm going to hop back on my box. And can you use movement, attack, movement? Yeah, you can't. Yeah. You can't split up attacks with movement. Oh, but you can split up movement with attacks. Correct. Perfect. I'll move up on my box, and I will take a shot with my short bow at. I'm going to pick, uh, Garouche is the one I targeted last time, correct? He's correct. Who, yep, I'm going to target Garouche again with my short bow. So, it's going to be an 18. An 18 is going to hit. For seven points of damage. Oh, and God. then I'm going to use a... Mm, I'm gonna hold on to my last inspiration. Just for a little bit longer. Okay. And that'll be my turn. Orc three. <clears throat> he climbs up the moat. And then you guys see a rope and a grappling hook come sailing up to the wall. The orcs are at the wall. Torum. Next. He I'll is. Oh. Attack the rope. Get the get the rope off. <laughs> Before they can start calling. Actually, wait. He's going to whisper. Uh, Torum, you started talking after I made my attack roll, and Torum rolled a 19, so I'm going with it. I apologize. Oh, you're good. You're good. I just, um, you know, did enough damage mm -hmm. to kill another one of the orcs, so I just wanted to, you know, murder, my, murder another one. <laughs> Who are you killing? Orc 4. Yay. Kellen's turn. He's going to uh, drop his bow and as an action pull out his sword and he moves to go and cut the rope at the head of the grappling hook. But he can't do it this round, unfortunately. Ugh. Oh, five moves up. Oh, is that another grappling hook? Oh, he is close enough. Another grappling hook. There it is on the wall. 
Or seven runs to the edge of the moat. Or nine runs to the edge of the moat. Oh, I'm sorry. Orc seven. Then it's Og. Then it's Orc nine. Alright, um, Og is gonna shoot at Orc number three. Okay. Uh, which I'm assuming he's, uh, I, I guess, climbing the wall right now, or... No, he uh, he got up to the wall and then used his action to secure the rope and the grappling hook. So he will yeah. be climbing it, but he's not climbing it yet. Alright, so that's gonna be... Does a 12 hit? A 12 misses. Alright, uh, I'm gonna action surge and shoot again. Okay. Ooh, another net 20. Woo! Uh, we already know that your, like, damage is abs- Oh, this doesn't have your sneak attack. Never mind. Give me your damage. 1d8 plus 2 plus 8. 14 points of damage. Yeah, that definitely kills Orc 3. Orc 3, down for the count. Orc 9 gets to the moat. And we are back to the top of initiative with Garage next week. Ooh. <laughs> I have to come back next week to see the end of this one, guys. Ooh.